Welcome back to another episode of Worship Weekly. Please like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share. This week's sermon is Seven Problems of the Church, and we'll start reading from Revelations chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. Music is in the garden. I come to the garden alone While the dew is still on the roses And the voice I hear Falling on my ear The Son of God Disclose it, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own, and the joy we share as we has ever known I'd stay in the garden with him though the night around me is falling but he bids me go through the voice of woe, his voice to me is calling, and he walks with me, and he talks with me, and he tells me I am his own. Has ever known, and the joy we share as we tarry there, another has ever Seven Problems in the Church, the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. I know thy works, that thou art neither cold or hot. How would thou work cold or hot? So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold or hot, I will spew thee out of thy mouth. Seven Problems of the Church. We have problems in our homes. We have problems in our places of work, our business. We have problems with our children. We have problems with ourselves. The first problem we have is unbending knees. When was the last time you bent your knees? 
most of our churches are so cold we won't even bend our knees because of pride. What people may think. Psalm 95, 6 says, Well, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. And Luke 6, 12 says, Jesus went out into the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. The next day, Jesus called his disciples. And of them, he chose 12 of them. Also, he named apostles. Luke 18, 1 says, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Luke 11, 2 says that Jesus taught men to pray. The second problem of our church is unread books. Second Timothy 2, 15 says, Study to show thyself approved to God, a workman that needed none to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Are you studying and reading your Bibles? Are you? Psalm 119, says, I rejoice at thy word as one that findeth great spoil. Nehemiah 8, 18 says, Also day by day, from the first day unto the last day, he read the book of the law of God. The third problem we've got in our churches is unattended churches. Are you going to church every time the doors open? Revelation 2, 4, 5, uh, Ephesus Church. She said something against them because they had left thy first love. The first love of a church is winning people to Christ. And when you stop soul winning, inviting people to come to church and trying to get people saved, you lost your first love. Matthew twenty four twelve says, And because of iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Second Timothy fourteen says, For demons has forsaken me having loved this present world since I've been in the ministry 43 years as a pastor I've seen great preachers fall and got out of the ministry for the world it is for money or for a woman stealing lying cheating I mean some great men of God supposed to be in and they messed up, lost their Paul, and they forsaken God and went after their own lust. Luke nine sixty two says, No man man put his hand to the plow, and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. The fourth thing I want you to look at is unpaid tithes. First Corinthians sixteen one and two says, Now concerning the collection for the saints, Upon the first day of the week, Acts eleven twenty nine thirty says, According to your ability to give. Romans fifteen twenty six says, For it has pleased them. Malachi three eight through about ten says, Will a man rob God? Malachi was saying, Will a man rob God? There's a million people today in our in our world is robbing God, not giving God. A dime or a And you ought to give 10% of everything you make. Give it to God. If you don't, you're robbing God. And he says, according to your ability, in Acts 11, 29 and 30, according to what you make. If a man makes $100 a week, he gives $10 a week. If a man makes 
$500 a week. He gives $50 a week. So it's because why nobody get embarrassed. The fifth thing I want you to look at is unrealized cross of Christ. Hebrews 2.3 says, How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Jesus died for us, shed his precious blood, was buried for three days and three nights in the heart of the earth, resurrected the third day, and arose and went to heaven for us. He's coming back to get us at the rapture. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23-25 says, Not forsake and send ourselves together. Want to go to church every time the door is open. If you're able, if you're not down, sick, in a hospital, or not able to go. Hebrews 3, 7 through 19 says, Harden not your hearts. The unbelief of Israel. He says, Harden not your hearts. We don't need to harden our hearts. We need to think about Christ, what he's done for us. Acts 28, 27 says, The heart of the people is wax gross. As a lot of people, you, your hearts just turn backwards. They got calloused. They're cold. They don't believe in what they what they're supposed to be believing in. Uncompassionate heart, the sixth thing. No love for anymore for anybody. There's more fussing and fighting and lying and cheating in churches than I ever seen in my life. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin will heal their land. We need to take attention, pay attention to Second Chronicles seven fourteen, because we've lost our love for one another. As ever backbiting and bickering in your churches today. And I never seen anything like it in my life. I mean preachers are talking about preachers and members are talking about their pastors. Wanting to get rid of them for no reason at all. Because they're preaching a book. And we need to realize that everybody's not perfect. And you should have a companion. You should have love for everybody that comes through them doors. I used to have a man in church. He's in heaven today. Brother Huey Pate. He asked me one day. He couldn't read. He couldn't write. He worked for a company in the woods. He asked me one day, Brother Jackson, what could I do to serve the Lord? I said, Brother Huey, go to that front door. And everybody comes in that door. You shake their hand and tell them you're glad to see them. Everybody goes out that door. You shake their hand and tell them to come back and visit with us. And that's what he did for years until he passed away. Under my ministry at Bible Baptist Church in Johnson City, Arkansas. He loved the Lord. His wife couldn't read to it and write too much. Went to the third grade, but she asked me one day, said, what can I do? I tried to teach, let her be a teacher. She couldn't teach. She didn't have the knowledge of that. But I told her one day, I said, sister, get your handful of those tracks and go out and give them out. Knock doors, invite people to come to church and give them a track. And she did that until the day she died. Because she loved the Lord. And then people loved the Lord and gave more than 10% of their salaries. And then the last thing, number seven, is unconcern for lost souls. Revelation chapter 3, verse 15, 16. 
Jesus said, I know thy works. This was a lukewarm, self-satisfied church in Laodicea. God's people don't care anymore. You forgot where you came from. Psalm 142.4 says, No man cared for my soul. And we need to concern, be concerned about the lost souls, people dying and going to hell. That's not very funny. The place where they're going to go, they're going to burn for eternity. In a different body, never to be consumed by fire. Be weeping and crying, screaming, hollering the rest of their life because they never received Christ as their personal Savior. And at the great white throne judgment, they're going to point their fingers in our faces and say, why didn't you tell us about Jesus? Might be a friend or kinfolk or loved one or neighbor. We forgot to tell them about Jesus. So we need to tell as many as we can. Give out tracts. If you don't have time to talk to somebody, give them a tract. Let them read that tract. Or they'll either read it and throw it away. Or either they'll throw it away and don't read it. You've done your job. Amen. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogan, Louisiana. Talking to travelers on the radio. We'll let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself.